Coming up on this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society, what is dead may never die. There's a Mega Man 11 coming. It's dangerous to go alone, so the Nintendo Cartridge Society goes with you. Welcome to Nintendo Cartridge Society. My name is Patrick Ellers, joined as always by my co-host Mark Mitchell. We've got a good show for you today. We are going to be talking about the news from the week, including new collections from Capcom, new Pokemon coming to Pokemon Go, and new shrines in Breath of the Wild. Then on Thursday, we're coming back to talk about uh, the changes that would need to be made to the classic Smash lineup. But in the meantime, Mark, how you doing? I'm doing really well. Yeah, tell me about that. Well, I uh, am feeling kind of hyped, and I was wondering why that was. I'm looking at the juice that I just drank. Mark just drank a naked juice. Ostensibly he- healthy. 53 grams of sugar. Yeah. I just ingested. <laughs> how many how many servings are in that thing? Uh did you just one bottle. Okay, just one all right. Bottle. Yeah. All right. Not 106. <laughs> I just I just want to make sure. <laughs> No, no, my diabetes will be a little slower. Sure, sure, sure. Cuz there's like, you know, coconut in that or something. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Uh, health food ladies and gentlemen yes health food look out there's a lot of sugar in it um welcome to the show right uh please remember if if you enjoy us this is the worst transition i've ever done here (laughs) uh please rate and review subscribe and all that stuff on apple Podcasts. we love interacting with y'all um follow us on twitter we are at nincart society um, and the Facebook page is just Nintendo Cartridge Society. We've got some interesting topics here, I think, today and on Thursday. So I want to hear people like shouting at us about what we misunderstand or what we have bad opinions about. I want it, Mark. And we're going to be talking about your visit to PSX, so we will have a lot of opinions. That's right. I went to the PlayStation Experience in Anaheim this year, uh, played a lot of games that are coming to Switch. So there you go. <laughs> More games that are coming to Switch than games that are just coming to PlayStation 4. So. There but you go. First, yeah, weather report. Let's talk about our weather. Yeah, fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're on fire. Um I mean, we're fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was a little smoky on Tuesday. Yeah, did you know that in the weather app on your iPhone, smoke can be an option? Yeah, because it, it can. It was uh it was smoke earlier like over um Memorial Day, I want to say when there were fires uh north of Burbank. Um it was smoke then, too, and it's smoke again now. That's just one of the uh, pieces of weather that we can take in, I guess. Our guest weather today comes from Hempstead, Texas. Uh, it looks like they don't have smoke, uh, so it's like 53-ish degrees. Uh, seems like it's going to be hanging out in the 50s and 60s. Um, kind of humid, though. 56% humidity. Still seems pretty pleasant. Uh, and the reason we're talking about Hempstead, Texas, Mark, is because... My copy of Sonic Forces came back from Hempstead, Texas. It was there and back again. Yes. So it was sent to uh, a a gracious listener who sent in uh, her address, and I sent her my copy of Sonic Forces, which has since returned to me, and now it is out uh, to another listener. So if you are interested in borrowing my copy of Sonic Forces, please send your uh, physical mail address to Nintendo Cartridge Society at gmail.com, and it will arrive in the mail eventually. Um, And then you play it for a couple days, or however long you want to play it. 20 minutes. You may have enough. Of Sonic Forces after 20 minutes. You may, in fact. Uh, and then just uh, put it back in the mail, and it'll come back to me, and this hilarious cycle uh, will, will continue. So far, the system works. So far, I have not been ripped off. So, But, you know, we'll see. It, it, <laughs> I still expect it to happen someday. Someone will rip me off, and I'll never see Sonic Forces again, and we'll all be the better for <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, Mark, let's get into what we've been playing this week. All right, so uh, I did end up, I caved and I bought 
Xenoblade Chronicles. Oh yeah, did you get your copy from Best Buy? I did, or did get you my end copy. Up getting from... a different copy. No, no, no. I got my copy from Best Buy because it was already twenty percent off, and I had already applied like five dollars of Best Buy credit. And at the end of the day, I was like, I don't know how to get that five dollars back <laughs> if I don't want to buy it. So I did. Um, and I've played the first like hour or so of it, and I have got to change the uh voice acting to Japanese mm. because the American voice acting is um a bummer at best um and like unlistenable at worst. Is it the script or is it like the uh it's both. Okay. I mean it's <laughs> yeah if if the other thing is just like generically performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. It, I mean it, it's also I think this is something you and I identified in trailers um but the audio mix is so messed up. Like the music is so high so that like if they're talking during an action sequence at all, you can't understand what they're saying. Um, so like you may as well be reading it off the bottom of the page. As well, they and I've heard Japanese that they're anyway. very like chatty during battles and stuff. Yeah. And you can actually, I mean, all of these things you can change with sliders anyway. Um, and so you can change, uh, the volume of, uh, their speaking in battles separately from their speaking in cutscenes. Um, but, it's gonna be an uphill climb for me to get like far into this game like i can just tell it's not really like storytelling wise it is not my cup of tea yeah it's i mean these games seem very they've always been like very specific like for a very specific audience Mm -hmm. and this one seems to follow that trend yeah and i mean i i don't know what i'm like what i was thinking where i was like no i may have more tolerance for this sort of like anime nonsense um but I, I I don't know I, I I don't know that I do have that patience. But uh, there's another game that came out last week, sort of a surprise. Um, it was Floor Kids. Yeah, we were last in last week's news episode. We talked about how there wasn't really anything that we were all that interested in picking up. Wrong again, yeah, wrong Mark again. and Patrick. <laughs> um, yeah, Floor Kids dropped. It was a game that I had been anticipating since it was revealed at the most recent Nindies stream, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it didn't disappoint. No. I think it's incredible. Yeah. Uh it it's a great little rhythm game. Um but it it's like it's almost unfair to call it like just a rhythm game because like you get to feel like you're expressing something kind of. The the way the game works is like you have so many different um dance moves available to you and there's really no point in like in the course of a level where you'll get punished for doing the wrong thing. Like, you can just keep going. There's No one's going to boo you. Like, the worst that happens is that, like, you fall during a hold, right? Um, uh, but, yeah, it's just, uh, it, it's it's cool that you get to, like, chain together these moves. And they have so many moves that, like, as the game is calling them out, you have to, like, try to remember how to, like, pull that one off. Um, but, yeah, just super fun. And, like, the music. The music is so good. And, uh, and the, just the presentation in general, because it's all hand-drawn mm-hmm. animation for each of the different like dancers or breakers mm-hmm. that you can choose from. I don't know. I uh I'm really really enjoying it. Yeah, me too. Um I hope it's a big success for them. Yeah, likewise, likewise. And you know, it's it's 20 bucks and you haven't played a game like this, so like give it a shot. It it's totally worth it. Um and yeah, I mean, kind of just even for the experience of like hearing the music and just seeing the game in action, it is uh worth it. Um I've also been playing a little bit of Battle Chef Brigade. Um, we were uh, provided a, a code for Battle Chef Brigade um, from our friends at uh, Adult Swim Games, which is cool. Um, and so I've been playing it a little bit. Uh, it at, at its heart is a, um, it's like a combination of three things. Uh, it's like a little bit of an adventure game. It's a little bit of like a uh hunting action side scrolling game and a little bit of a match 3 puzzler. Oh wow. Um so like you you are a uh an aspiring chef in a uh like ancient kingdom where um all of the animals have disappeared and so they hunt monsters and eat monsters. Um and so like the uh you know there's there's a whole story wrapped around it uh but you hunt for your ingredients by murdering monsters in these side-scrolling levels with, like, pretty simplistic combat, but, like, it's a fun loop. Um, and then you take it, you take the ingredients back to the kitchen, and that's where it becomes, like, a match-three puzzle game, which is where it loses me a little bit. 
um, just because that's not really. I've never been into any of those uh, kind of games, even though like puzzle games are my jam. Um, the match three puzzle part is just where I'm like, okay, I don't feel super confident. I don't have the most fun doing it. But like, man, it is a, a, a dynamic and interesting package. Like, there's just so much to it and the 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 variety the way it like skips you between these like three different ways of playing um is really interesting and then uh we thought it might be happening but mm-hmm. at the game awards mm-hmm. they uh nintendo announced breath of the release date for breath of the wild champions ballad that release date happened to be right after the game awards that's right on thursday which was pretty cool yeah um I- i've downloaded it played a little bit of it and by a little bit i mean i've put some time into it (laughs) it's Um, put some time into you mark (laughs) it sounds like i'm just it's been a long time since i think the last time i really played breath of the wild was when uh the master trials came out yeah and uh getting back into the rhythm of it and the control scheme and how everything works has been rougher than i care to admit Mm -hmm. and the very first thing you do in champions ballad is completely kicking my butt. So I will eventually get to it, but I gave up and played more floor kids because <laughs> <laughs> I could, because un- that was easier for me to like uh, get into. Yeah. Um, and I, I haven't even um, downloaded it yet. Um, okay. So can I tell you the part that I'm like stuck on? Please. It's, it's like the first thing of the, yeah. in the champions ballot is if you've, uh, the prerequisite for, playing this part of the DLC story DLC is you have to have um I guess like completed all four divine beasts mm-hmm. and then you can go back to the shrine of resurrection you get like a prompt from Zelda uh telling you to go back and there's a new there's a weapon there that kind of looks like a trident uh without like the long staff okay it's just kind of like a trident it's like, like, like the a head of a trident kinda. okay yeah and you you can kill any enemy with it with one in one hit. Okay. But you die in one hit. Uh, and so even like a bow goblin with a, and, and uh, it, the new weapon that you get, it you can kill two enemies in one hit, and then there's like a cooldown period. Oh, okay. And so, uh, and you only have a quarter of a heart. So a bokoblin with a like um throwing a rock at you. Yeah, will will kill you. So huh. it's basically like one hit on both ends. Uh-huh. And the first part of it, there are like four like nests of enemies that you have to go in and clear out. Yeah. And I keep getting like it'll be anything. It'll be like a, like a group of those bats will like swoop down right. after I thought I've cleared everything else out. And just w- and then and I then just you die. Just hear that mournful piano music as it says <laughs> you died. Yeah. So I will eventually make my way through it. It's embarrassing, honestly, <laughs> how bad I have become at this game. Uh, well, that's great. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to getting into it and having my butt handed to me a couple times as well. Um, I, I would have played this weekend, but again, I was at PSX, so I I played a, a handful of games. Um, that I'm excited about that are uh, coming to Switch. Um, the first of which was a game. I don't know if we've talked about it on this show, like seeing it, uh, like show up on streams or whatever. But Twenty XX, um, it's a Mega Man X like game, uh, but it's two player co op. Um, so it's a little bit like New Super Mario meets Mega Man X, um, in like a classic sixteen bit art style. Um, except both characters were uh had swords, so they they're both like zero basically. Um. But the the game does a really cool, and this is sort of a uh, new Super Mario Brothers thing that like it z- will zoom way out if the characters get separated. Um, so like there's really, while you're both on the same screen, there's really no like limitation to how far away from each other you can get, um, and just like how how free that sort of makes it feel. Um, checked out a little bit of Tiny Metal, which is coming out on December twenty first. Um, I don't know if we had that date before, but that's like week after next, right? That's uh, pretty soon Tiny Metal is coming out. Um, and that's the one that's like the, uh, and this is what the guy at the booth wouldn't stop saying, is that it's the spiritual successor to Advance Wars. Nintendo dropped the ball on Advance Wars. We picked it up, um, is what they said over <laughs> and over again. Um, I don't 
I'm not a big Advance Wars guy. Um, I like the uh, Fire Emblem series um, and just never got into Advance Wars. Um, this looks a little bit more generic than Advance Wars uh, did to me. So I, 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 I don't know if um, I would need to just spend more time with it. I don't know that a uh, turn-based strategy game is necessarily the best uh, thing to play like on a show floor. You know what I mean? Um, as something more action-based and like just you know, like kinetic fun, like 20XX showed a lot better on, on the show floor. Um, but man, that game's coming out real soon. Um, and then I also played some Super Meat Boy Forever, um, which is the sort of like half sequel to Meat Boy that's coming to Switch and all these other platforms. Um, and it's dope. Um, it's so much fun. Um, so Meat Boy is just constantly running to the right, and you have uh, one button input, and uh, you can make him also slide. So by pushing down. Um, so it's like Super Mario Run. It's kind of like Super Mario Run. Um, when you push the jump button and you're in the air, he does like a little dashing punch. Um, but like, yeah, it's. I mean, the the levels are all like super smartly designed. So like. Um, every obstacle like it, it becomes a sort of an action puzzler almost that you have to figure out like how to okay well, well i gotta get him to jump off of that surface and then go back to it before this buzzsaw comes back around um seems like a really cool game i'm i'm, I'm very excited for that to uh to come to switch and because you had played super meat boy mm -mm. no okay no it just it's it's just a a really patricky game that uh i never because it came to like um it was on Xbox first, right? And I've never been a, an Xbox guy. And by, I guess by the time it came around to the other platforms, I just wasn't thinking about it or whatever. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm super eager to pick it up uh, when it comes to Switch. Um, yeah, and then most of the other stuff I played was PlayStation stuff. I played Brawlhalla. Do you know about Brawlhalla? Is that the... Uh like smash brother yeah it's riff a it's a smash brother so there are two different smash brothers riffs like coming out within the next couple months one of them is this brawl hollow game and the other one is called something else brawl like brawl out or something <laughs> might be brawl out mm, um, i think the second one is what i'm thinking of i don't know that i'm familiar with brawl hollow so brawl out has um a handful of like other uh indie characters in it like it's got um juan from guacamelee um and other characters as well it's the only one i can think of um but brawlhalla seems like it's all um unique characters um and man nothing on the no indie game on the show floor drew a crowd like brawlhalla like people would gather around and like cheer and um so like it shows well it's i'd rather play smash you know even like an old smash um just because it, it feels a little bit uh I don't know, like on the empty side, or um, maybe it's just like lacking in the personality that I find so magnetic in Smash. Um, but yeah, so that's that's another one I played. I'm not sure if that's coming to um, if Brawlhalla is coming to to Switch or not. Anyway, that's what we were playing this last week. Uh, let's take a look at what we is coming out next week, and therefore what we might be playing next week. It's new releases. <laughs> So today, December 12th, The End is Nigh is coming out. Mm -hmm. uh, and also Party Planet and Shantae, Shantae, Half Genie Hero, Friends to the End. Okay. And then on Thursday is we're getting like another deluge of Switch eShop releases. Mm -hmm. uh, ukulele. Oh, yeah. Is coming out. Are you going to pick that up? I mean, I I will. I don't know if I will right away. Yeah, like, I yeah. Feel like I'm buying so many games right <laughs> now. Uh, Mutant Muds Collection is yes. coming out, and if you buy it anytime before Thursday, it's mm -hmm. 33 percent off right now. So I think it's like 10 bucks versus the 15. Yeah, it's so something like that. It's uh, and I mean it, it's it's a good collection of games. Um, one of these games hasn't existed before, right? The, the third game in the collection. Right. Which I think is like, again, like a puzzle game yeah. of some sort. Um, but, uh, this is from the same developer that put out, uh, chicken wiggle a couple months ago, uh, on, on the 3ds where it tanked because no one's playing indies on the 3ds anymore. So, um, I don't know if you enjoyed that game at all for our recommend semi recommendation, uh, mutant muds is better. Um, because that was a 3ds game that. as well right 
it uh, mutant muds came to most platforms yeah um but it, it found a lot of success on 3ds and like feels at home on nintendo hardware uh some other games coming out uh, obviously not all of them uh never stop sneaking one more dungeon enter the gungeon yep yeah, I mean it's just it's it's a lot of stuff just finally making its way um to Switch that has been uh, uh, available elsewhere. And then on Friday, December 15th is Unepic on the Switch eShop and Romancing Saga 2 also on the Switch eShop. Do you know what Romancing Saga is? This is one that was an uh, RPG of some sort? Yeah, I mean I'm guessing from the the saga part of it. Um but yeah, I don't I don't really know either. That's this is another one that I I feel like was announced uh like very recently and i feel like this is we're getting like release dates uh seconds before these games come out like ukulele um we just got this date maybe a week ago um mind you it was in the the first nindies uh like direct so we knew it had been coming but like um yeah it, it's just interesting to me that we're we're getting these release dates like uh, up, yeah up to the up to the finish line here. i mean like floor kids yeah we found out the day before it came out yeah that it was going to do so <laughs> i mean what are you gonna do that's kind of in the story of the switchy shop in general though mm-hmm. like we've always had these lists of releases and then half the time it turns out either not to be true still waiting on pocket <laughs> rumble <laughs> or it uh like something else gets announced and releases you know like the next day that yeah. we didn't even know about. Yeah, it makes our new release segment here almost worthless. <laughs> it's a crapshoot. It's a crapshoot. <laughs> You're just here for the dulcet tones of our voice. Mm, mm, mm. Let's move out of the new releases. Now it's time for a regular segment on our show. It's time for 433. In 1952, American composer John Cage wrote a piece called 433, wherein a performer or a group of performers didn't play their instruments for four minutes and 33 seconds. For the purposes of this show, our instruments are talking about Nintendo. So for the duration of one performance of 433, Mark and I will talk about something not at all Nintendo-related, thus fulfilling the contract of the piece. Uh, Mark, can you r- remind me what our topic is? for? We're going to be talking about awards season. We are going to be talking about awards season. So, you know, we're, uh, Golden Globes, mm. Academy Awards, oh, yeah. the Game Awards. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, though, so, um, if, you d- if you haven't visited Los Angeles around, like, the end of the year, you don't really, like... You've never experienced award season mm. because mm. when you're here, you see advertisements. Yes, like for your consideration advertisements everywhere, everywhere. And I've gotten used to it, but when you think about it, it's very bizarre. It's in yes, because it's like how many people are actually members of these like academies or voting organizations, Hollywood Foreign Press, whatever, who are like the number of people who see the billboard versus the number of people who can make decisions based on what they see on that billboard it's like less than a percent bus stop best. ads yeah. bus stop ads for like for consideration billboards yeah <laughs> and so the like the budget i guess for this has to be enormous but when i first moved here i was like this can't be effective because who you know like who cares uh-huh. but what i th- but i actually think I think it's two things. One, I think they, like, the studios that are releasing these movies, like, make a guarantee on how much they're going to spend to, like, uh, sure. push these things for, Oscar, for like, awards. Right. And that's part of, like, what, uh, what they use to... Uh, Attract talent. Yeah, exactly. And then I think the second part of it is I think it does work. Because if you're, like, mm-hmm. a member of one of the academies or whatever, like, let's say you're a member of SAG, and... You get inundated with screeners, which is where studios will send you like be- will DVDs of the movies, so you don't have to go out to theaters to see it. You think they're and Blu-rays like, though? <laughs> they might be Blu-rays, <laughs> and you get so you get like a lot of these. Nobody's watching every single screener that gets sent to them. Right, it'd be impossible. Right, and so it's like advertising for Coke, where you know mm. you're you're one of these like voting members, and you're like, well, I didn't really watch The Handmaid's Tale, but I see a poster on this bus stop. That says that it was not, you know, that it was like really well regarded, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I know I've heard other people talking about it, so I'm just going to vote for Handmaid's Tale. I mean, here's the thing you have to consider: is that the people voting for uh, like all of these things are just regular people who have other jobs. 
uh, that aren't just watch all of this and determine <laughs> which is the best of it. Right. Which is maybe an insane thing. Like, <laughs> like Academy Awards, it's all like who's spending money on what, right? I mean, right. that's that, that's what it, what it all boils down to. Um, Mark, you live closer to where uh, the – it's not the Dolby Theater anymore. Well, the Kodak? It is, I think it is now the Dolby Theater. It used oh to be God. the Kodak. Yeah, Kodak is an older brand. That <laughs> makes sense. Um, which, uh, to where the theater is where they actually hold the, the Academy That's right, Awards. That's right, the home of the Academy Awards. The home of the Academy Awards. Um, and uh, I used to live uh, mere blocks away um, from Hollywood and Highland, which is where all that is, and which gets just completely shut down. Uh, for like the week or more ar- 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 around awards season. Um, also usually gets shut down around Star Wars season now as well. Yeah. Um, which I'm a lot more excited about. <laughs> Star Wars versus <laughs> award shows. Um, but it, uh, this brings up the topic of my favorite graffiti that I ever saw <laughs> was on a sidewalk in uh, West Hollywood, right by Hollywood and Highland, um, that had like the an image of one of the Oscar statues. And the text said, I'd like to thank the Academy for making it impossible to drive in Hollywood <laughs> for a week. Um, yeah, it's a real pain in the butt uh, when it actually comes around and forces us to change traffic patterns. Anything that forces us to change traffic patterns oh, yeah. is We're terrible. We're not happy about it. <laughs> no. Um, the, uh, what was it, the Golden Globe uh, nominees were announced today. Uh-huh. Anything in there you're excited about, Mark? I haven't even looked to Have see what they looked? are. Um, I saw that uh, Shape of Water is nominated for uh, Best uh, Drama. I really I enjoyed Shape of Water a lot. Get Out is nominated. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed that movie. <laughs> I wouldn't mind if this segment just becomes a list of movies that, we that I enjoyed. <laughs> yeah. Like we let's just Coco. Coco was nominated. I love Coco. I cried through like half of it. Here's a pitch for next week. We pull up IMDb. Uh-huh. We start with the like zero, I guess, and we just <laughs> go through and we tick off whether you liked it or didn't like it. Of wait, just on uh, on IMDb, all movies, <laughs> all movies. <laughs> okay, so it'll just be here are all the movies. Oh well, and, I guess uh, we'll, that's, that's the that's we'll the never end, know. end of that. Uh, we were accompanied today by the Scottish traditional music ensemble. Babblefish. They didn't have an audience, so there was no applause. They just played music at oh, the end. Oh, I see. So, thanks a lot, guys, for a cowardly <laughs> performance of 433. Uh, let's move into the news. All right. There's a lot of news this week. There is, kind of. So, last week, we were recording before the Mega Man 30th anniversary mm-hmm. uh, stream happened. But we kind of made our best guesses at as to what there was going to be announced there, and we kind of nailed it. Yeah. I mean, I don't mean to – Mark and I don't often brag about our accuracy. <laughs> because there's not usually not much to brag about. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> but, but, but. We nailed it. We nailed it. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, let's, what let's, was let's announced? Run, let's, let's, talk run, about, let's run through these yeah, announcements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. We've tooted our horn enough. Um, Mega Man Legacy No, I want to go back. <laughs> we did such a good job. No, we must press forward. You're right. Mega Man Legacy Collection and Mega Man Legacy Collection 2 are both heading to Switch. Yep. Uh, the first collection will include the extra museum content and Amiibo Challenge mode from the 3DS version. Uh, which is good. That's the version that I have is the, the 3DS version of, of the first one. Um, and I never picked up the second one. And then all eight Mega Man X games will be coming to current generation consoles. That's Switch, Xbox One, PS4, and PC. Uh, was not expecting this one. Um, just because, I mean, like, I, I know the, the X games are, are well regarded. The Mega Man X games. And not, <laughs> well, not, both. Sure. People also respect the X games, I suppose, <laughs> in some circles. Um, they gave us Sean White. That's pretty respectable, if you ask me. A uh, 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 gold medal winner, Sean White. <laughs> Um, but the, I don't know that there's, I know the first three X games, kind of, um, but like, there are eight of these things. Eight, Mark. <laughs> so many. Were they all on, no, like, so 16-bit console? I, th- I think just the first three were Super Nintendo games, and then 
uh, maybe like four and five were PlayStation games. It gets a little hazy for me there. Um, I know some of these are PS2 games. Wow. So yeah, this one we did not see coming. There's a little bit of, uh, at first people weren't sure what was the word I was going to say before I interrupted myself. There's confusion. a little bit of confusion mm-hmm. um, about whether this is going to come out in collections or if they're going to be released individually. It seems like they're going to be released individually. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, we we don't have any solid information on how these things are coming out. But I would guess that they are just separate separate games. And then the biggest news what? is the announcement of Mega Man 11. My God. Coming to Switch and all other platforms late 2018. I'm not sure I thought this day was ever going to come. Mm-mm. One. Mm. And two, mm. I, di- I wasn't sure it was going to look as interesting as it does. Yeah. So let's talk about the way it looks. First of all, we don't see much of this game. Right. Um. It kind of, the announcement kind of came at the end of a a long montage of like Mega Man moving through the decades, um, and then ends with a uh, it's a, a graphical style that looks sort of akin to the um, Super Nintendo version of the uh, classic Mega Man games, like sort of a more anime style. But it's definitely being done um, with like uh, 3D graphics, uh, sort of like cel shaded to look like a cartoon. Um, and I think it looks really good. Yeah, I do too. Um, like it, it's, I'm, I'm a sucker for the old 8-bit style. Um, and if Mega Man 11 was, you know, Mega Man 9-3, basically, <laughs> just like another 8-bit Mega Man game, I would be so into it. But, uh, if they're gonna, it's time, right? It's time to move the series forward into like something, uh, a piece of like future gaming. Yeah, like something that you can continue to iterate on in the future because as much as mm-hmm. like the uh, nine and 10, like the eight bit Mega Man, it was like a cool return. I don't, it's kind of like diminishing returns after the first time you do that, which we saw with 10. Yeah. Um, well, and also, I mean, like you just think about where, look again, I was just at PSX. I saw so many uh, like throwback retro eight bit and 16 bit style games that it's like, that's no longer something to set your game apart is to be doing it in uh, old uh, pixel art. You know, they have to do something different in order to stand out. And so, like, embracing a more traditional graphical style now is almost subversive for Mega Man. You know what I mean? The other thing is that Capcom's, um, like, business model now is it feels like 90% repackaging old classic Capcom games. Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. And selling them on new (laughs) platforms. Mm -hmm. But that 10% requires them to create new content that they can in the future repackage. There you go. And so... That's what we're getting now. At some point, they have to make, you know, like, uh, another Mega Man. And it looks really cool. It's still a long ways off, you know, like a year away. Yeah, they said late 2018, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, we'll it'll it'll come out. We'll I'm sure we'll get more uh, news about it. So far, we don't even know uh, what the robot masters are. If there are robot masters, if there are eight of them, maybe there are ten. Maybe there'll be a lady robot master. We don't know. We don't know any of these things. Uh, I think they said the next time we'll kind of hear more about it is E3 or okay. like sometime next year, sometime next summer. Speaking of Capcom uh, repackaging old games and selling them on new platforms, mm. the other big <laughs> announcement it was. Uh, Street Fighter Arcade Collection coming to Xbox, PS4, and Switch. Yep. Uh, the collection was was revealed during the finals of the Capcom Cup on Sunday at PlayStation Experience. Mark, I was in the room for this thing. Um, uh, like halfway through my day on Sunday, I was like, I'm gonna go check out this Capcom Cup, see what it's about. Uh, and it was uh, they had just finished up the finals for. Um, Marvel vs. Capcom Inf- Infinite, and they were about to, you know, bring up the final eight players for um, Street Fighter V. They were like, but first, yeah, Yoshinori Ono, a uh, famous um, Street Fighter producer, was there um, with a bunch of Blanca toys because he loves Blanca. <laughs> um, if you don't follow uh, Ono-san on, on Twitter, he's always tweeting pictures of, like, this little uh, plastic Blanca figure. It's I don't know. He's such a weirdo. <laughs> I love it. Uh, but, you know, came out, uh, introduced, and was like, check out this video. Um, and so uh, maybe we should talk a little bit about what this collection is. Um, but the room I was in, which was obviously Finding Game fans, went nuts for it. 
so the 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 collection is a dozen Street Fighter arcade games, um, including uh, the original Street Fighter, five different versions of Street Fighter <laughs> Two, uh, all three um, mainline versions of um, Street Fighter Alpha, so Street Fighter Alpha One, Street Fighter Alpha Two, Street Fighter Alpha Three, and all three versions of Street Fighter Three as well. well. Remind me, what is Alpha? So Alpha is a uh, it takes place between the original Street Fighter and uh street fighter 2 um and the characters are all kind of like bigger and more like anime er um like they look a lot more like darksiders characters kind of um and it just has like a different set of um uh like uh move counters and um meters and and, and stuff like that uh, it's also where the the series really starts to introduce um the uh final fight characters like guy and cody and uh hagar um and uh, just a bunch of those others uh so it's uh the alpha series of all of them except for i guess the original street fighter um is is one of my bigger blind spots so i'm super excited uh to get this thing in my hands uh, but yeah it, it it's coming to switch and all platforms um in may of 2018 and it's for 40 bucks which uh, early Switch adopters mm-hmm. might remember as the price point for Ultra Street Fighter 2. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's right. Uh, which uh, I have and have played very little. But I mean, it's it's important to note that that version of uh, Street Fighter 2 is not in this collection. These are all the um, these are all the arcade. These are all arcade versions. Of, yeah. Of these yes. Games. Absolutely. And as easy as it is to be glib about <laughs> the fact that you know. Uh, more than five hundred thousand people right. laid down their life, or at least forty dollars. Right. I would not <laughs> say that my life at any point was forfeit. Uh, so that way, uh, so that way others could benefit mm-hmm. from their sacrifice. I died so that you may live. Is <laughs> that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, I, uh, I think honestly, that's the only reason that this collection is coming to Switch because Capcom hasn't bothered to put any of their other collections. On the platform. I mean, other than when when you look at the in light of the uh, uh, Mega Man announcement and the the Street Fighter announcement, it seems like they are at the very least paying attention now. I think they're paying attention now, but I mean, you also had the Devil May Cry, yeah, uh, remastered series. I don't remastered. I don't even. Know. Yeah, I, I, assume I think so. I think they're HD. Yeah, they better be. <laughs> you, sure they are. you cannot release the original Devil May Cry <laughs> you're PlayStation right. Two era game. Could not release. You're it right. You're right. I'm up. sure. I'm sure they're at least remastered. But you know, like that's not coming to Switch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, it's uh pretty cool to see this collection for forty bucks. I'm guessing you're going to be picking it yeah, up. Yeah, day one purchase for me. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Switch will be the platform I pick it up on. Um. It it may be just because I think it'll be a little bit more of a like casual experience than um something like Street Fighter Five, which I am also freshly interested in, and I feel like I hate myself for the fact that I'm like, ooh, I'm gonna play Street Fighter Five now. Um, but yeah, I think that that's where the the more like serious um players are gonna be is on uh PlayStation. Yeah, I mean, I can see that if nothing else for the online capabilities which some of these games will now have. Yeah, so uh it's basically um there's uh Street Fighter Alpha 3, Street Fighter 3 Third Strike and then um two different versions of uh Street Fighter 2 um Hyper Fighting and Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo uh, are all enabled with um online stuff including uh ranked and casual matches and you know lobbies and leaderboards and all, all the basic stuff that you expect from uh, an online fighter and the rest of them will just be available for you know offline play um and then there, there's also like you know galleries and all the extra garbage that goes with um a good collection but i mean a dozen ga- there are 12 games in this and i understand five of them are pretty similar <laughs> uh the game awards were held last week mm-hmm. and in addition to breath of the wild taking home game of the year there were some other really cool game announcements uh, to come out of the show. Mm-hmm. So, of course, we talked about it earlier. Breath of the Wild, Wild DLC Pack 2, the Champions Ballad. There was, they showed a trailer for it, and at the end of the trailer, it was available now. 
You could download it just a few hours later after the show. Yeah, that was a little bit of a double take moment for me <laughs> when when I saw because I wasn't watching the Game Awards live. Um, I like came back um, and was just catching up, clicking through lazily, clicking through some videos. Oh, what was going on at the Game Awards? Oh, a Zelda thing. I'll click on it. Available now. And, n- and not only available now, but your reward for completing it is a motorcycle. What? <laughs> It's awesome. Why? <laughs> it looks so cool. <laughs> oh, man. I want that motorcycle. Yeah, you get to ride like a motorcycle that kind of looks like a horse. Whatever. I, guess. I, I mean, know. It, it's a little bit like the uh, motorcycle that Link can ride in Mario Kart, right? I yeah, guess a- a- anyone yeah. can ride it. I, I think guess. it's supposed to be, I think the way it works in the game <laughs> is that it's like a divine beast type thing, or, you know, it's like a bad, like, Sheikah technology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a guardian. Yeah, also. but I think, mm-hmm. but I think it's, I think it is supposed to be like an animal. Anyways, it looks, in, it's incredible. Right. <laughs> and it shouldn't work, but it totally does. Like yeah. when I saw it, I wasn't, I was like, this is silly, but also this oh, is so it. boss. <laughs> and just as long as there are no guns in Breath of the Wild, I'll, I'll be happy. <laughs> they can add whatever else they want. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bayonetta one and two yeah. in a Switch port in February of 2018. Mm-hmm. But that is just the prelude to Bayonetta 3 is coming exclusively to Switch. Uh, that's exclusively to Switch. Yeah, gnash those teeth, yeah. PlayStation and I Xbox I fans. I look, 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 look. I just spent the weekend at PlayStation Experience. Maybe I have to count myself as PlayStation fans. <laughs> we, we, <laughs> we both own them. We both own PS4s. Yeah, and we, we like them. We I chose a PS4 over a Wii U. Yeah, yes, you did. Shame on you. <laughs> and I feel terrible about it. <laughs> but the important thing is that Bayonetta is a franchise that would be in the garbage can mm-hmm. if Nintendo wasn't funding these games. And if you want it so bad, just buy a Switch. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it's been weird to see a little bit of like the backlash from the the. I mean, come on, you're hurting for action games? Like, you can find another one of these if you really don't want to play Switch that bad. Um, but also, who are we talking to? Why would anyone who doesn't want a Switch be listening to this show? <laughs> I don't know. People I mean, like, welcome. Oh, yeah, well, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, yeah, big ups. we just, big like, ups to you. well, moderate ups. All right. But let's go back and big ups <laughs> to uh, everyone in Hempstead, Texas. Oh, yeah, the biggest of ups. Boy, we dropped the ball on that Yeah, one. like uh, like exponential ups. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because because <laughs> we messed up. Exponential ups. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I don't really care about Bayonetta, but... <laughs> 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 That's only because I've never played one. Right, so I played uh, Bayonetta 1 mm-hmm. on Just Called Bayonetta. Right. Um, on the PlayStation Three, when it was a, it was like a GameFly rental. For okay, me. yeah. And I was terrible at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because I'm not great at these types of games, like Devil May Cry. Um, similarly, just kind of like kicks my butt. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I will probably end up buying the collection because I'm a sucker. Right. Yeah. No. Me too. I mean, it, it, it's. I don't know. I, I I like seeing the uh the Japanese companies, Japanese game developers, kind of like rallying behind, um the Nintendo hardware, uh and you know we're we're seeing it uh you know slowly from Capcom, we're seeing it from Square, and we're seeing it from Sega. So which owns um or is is publishing publishes the game? They own the IP. They they own they own the IP. Yeah. Okay. So longtime listeners of this show will remember that months ago the platinum uh games twitter account tweeted out mm-hmm. like a uh it was like an image about the switch but you know there were rumors that it was a teaser mm-hmm. for some bayonetta content maybe like a bayonetta collection yeah it was a little like uh red and blue graphic that had like two different images of bayonetta like pointing her her guns like off off camera or whatever right yeah and uh so yeah that turned out to foreshadow a bayonetta collection and a new bayonetta game mm-hmm. um longtime listeners of the show will also remember that the platinum games twitter account tweeted out an image of characters from the wonderful 101 oh uh, the wii u exclusive yeah uh playing with the switch and there have been like 
persistent rumors of a wonderful 101 remaster. It's supposed to be an amazing game that kind of just um, didn't never found an audience on the Wii U. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's one that I would be super interested in picking up if they ended up doing a, uh, I guess, like a re-release. Yeah. Like a DX version. We're getting some games, Yeah. We're we're getting some games. Uh, This is probably more of a minor point, but I like that Metroid Samus Returns won Best Handheld Game of the Year. Yes. (laughs) It's easy to forget that that game came out. Uh, Even though I did love it, I 100%ed that game. Yeah. Um, which I don't do with any game. Um, Mark, do you think a handheld game of the year will be a category next year? I feel like next year would be the last year it, it probably will, right? Yeah, what's coming out next Unless, year? Okay, so I didn't I didn't watch the Game Awards. I haven't looked at a list of winners. Do they have a mobile game category? I wonder if you just yeah, like... Yeah, it's, 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 it's separate. I mean, like I think the, the nominees this year were all... Um, Nintendo games and uh, Monster Hunter stories, and maybe like, yeah, I, I think that was it. it was, so I wonder yeah. if like next year in the future, if they do have like a handheld category, if it's a handheld slash, um, like mobile category, they just yeah. combine the two, kind of like how at the Golden Globes or the Emmys or whatever, musical slash comedy, or and they <laughs> used to have like a mini series, mm. uh. Um, category right, or television but like, movie, yeah, yeah, but like those don't really exist anymore. Now it's like limited series, yes. and so they kind of mash those two together. Yeah, I mean it's Maybe a little we'll see something similar. It's a little bit weird this year because it was basically just a best 3ds game, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, well, what else? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I guess the Vita technically still exists. The Vita still exists, but like, are there games that are coming to it that just come to it and don't come to like PS4? For I don't example, even know at this point. Uh, Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle got a two-player competitive mode as free DLC. Hey, cool. Again, kind of out of nowhere. The update went live on Friday and lets you go head-to-head against a friend in a three-on-three match. Each player picks their heroes, and then you have a limited number of points to spend on moves, actions, or attacks each turn. Uh, the mode is only available locally and no online at this point. Um, that's super cool. Uh, I have mostly put this game down at this point i'll probably pick it back up when like the story dlc um pops but like uh yeah i mean uh, it's uh, what a great game yeah and it's just neat that it was uh that it's not part of the Mm -hmm. dlc that's coming it's not part of the season pass it's just free to everybody who owns the game yeah uh it's just uh weird that like that and uh the zelda dlc basically landed at the same time where it's like yeah these two switch games that you're already playing there's more of them yeah like go ahead keep playing (laughs) Uh, the next North American Splatfest has been announced. The theme is Bad Holiday Gifts, Sweaters versus Socks. Uh, Splatfest starts this Friday at 9 p.m., um, a.k.a. Prime Last Jedi time. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm going to be seeing Last Jedi <laughs> yeah. that night. <laughs> so I don't know that I'll be able to dip into But if you're going to choose. Oh, I don't. So here's the thing. I think it's like Bad Holiday Gifts. Like, which one would you rather get? A sweater, a sweater or socks? I mean, if we if we were just talking about like what is the better thing to keep you warm, what is the thing you value more? Socks, man. A good warm pair of socks. Okay, that's great. Okay, but if no, I think either way. <laughs> it's... Yeah, I agree. I think socks. I think, uh, yeah, I think team, I, team socks. Yeah, all the team way. socks. Uh, suck an egg, team sweater. Yeah, and also look, if you're like excited about like, oh, it's ugly sweater season, like get over it, pal. Get over it. That's not cool. No. That's not even funny. No. What do you do? Oh, it says ho, 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 and there's a reindeer on it. Come on. We all have moms. <laughs> they wore that unironically for decades. Yeah. And moms are cool. Moms are cool. Leave mom alone. Uh, there, were a lot of, there was also a lot of Detective Pikachu news this week. What is going on? <laughs> With, like, out of nowhere. Okay. So, 3DS game was rated for Europe. We don't I guess that means that it'll maybe be released. I mean at, at, at in the, very, the West. It's it's an indication that it could be coming at some point. We found out that Ryan Reynolds is going to be the voicing Detective Pikachu in the live action film. Well I guess not live action. Well maybe most of it will be in Pikachu. Ostensibly will not be live action. Unless there's gonna be more news next week that Pikachu's a real thing. <laughs> Well, that would be that would be big news. <laughs> that would be big news. Would we do a special episode? I think so. I mean, I guess we wouldn't really have much to say other than wow. 
Uh, yeah, but I I think we could fill. It would be irresponsible not to fill 50 minutes of digital tape with wow, wow, <laughs> at the discovery of a real live Pikachu. <laughs> and then, uh, and so we also got a release date for the film, uh, May 10th, 2019. Great. And then uh, maybe even weirder, maybe uh, we're still getting Pokemon Go news. Why not? I guess it's not weird to me that we're getting Pokemon Go news, but like. We're talking about it. Sure. Yes. There has been uh, uh, updates to Pokemon Go that we have not discussed because we are so far off the bandwagon that we're like, we can read it and then say, okay, and read the next piece of news. Mm -hmm. um, but this seems bigger to me. Uh, there's a new weather system that's being implemented. It's like real time weather, I guess. Is that what it is? Sure. So like if it's raining uh, while you're you know, in, an, in an area that you're in, it will change the spawn rates uh, for various kinds of Pokemon. If it's snowing, if it's windy, whatever. And then 50 uh, third generation Pokemon, that's uh, Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald, are now available in the game as well. Just keep adding Pokemon to it, man. There's so many to add. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, a portal-themed bridge constructor game was announced, and Switch is one of the platforms that it's coming to. It's due out early 2018 and marks the first portal game ever to come to a Nintendo system. Right. And maybe it's generous to call it a portal game, but it is, it is a, it's a bridge constructor game. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, kind of cool. Did you check out the trailer for this thing? It's it's like a little teaser thing and it has a uh, GLaDOS um at the beginning of it like welcoming you to like the new aperture testing uh grounds. Um and you know they're building bridges and using portals. Like it <laughs> it, 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 it lo looks fun. It does it does look fun. And if they wanted to bring a portal collection to Switch, I would buy it. Uh if they wanted to just re-release them both separately on on Switch, I would buy them as well. Those games are great. All right, Mark, let's get out of the news. And I think that's actually going to do it for this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society. Remember, please rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff on Apple Podcasts and follow us on uh, Twitter at Nincart Society. Check us out on Facebook. Um, the page is just Nintendo Cartridge Society, spelled the way it sounds. Um, if you have uh, any... <laughs> any feedback for us uh or have any questions that you would like us to discuss or want to tell us that we're wrong about our opinions on how you know Mega Man 11 looks uh you can send us Oh yeah, we didn't even talk about how stupid Death Stranding is. Oh. Mark, do you want do you want to just talk right now about Death Stranding? No, I mean I think that pretty much covered it. We th we think it looks dumb. Baby gives a thumbs up. <laughs> Not in dumb. It. Dumb. Uh whatever <laughs> uh, you, you can send any of that including any like hate now that we've uh dis death stranding um to uh nintendo cartridge society at, at gmail.com if you like mark and mine's opinions we write about comic books on retconpunch.com olivia duncan made our logo our theme music is provided by ape betty you can check out more of his music by going to ape or by listening right now For my co-host, Mark Mitchell, this is Patrick Ellers saying, you know Death Stranding looks dumb. Like, you know it. Embrace it. Yeah. You're like, is this a tone piece? What is this? This looks dumb. Thanks for listening. What's a creative podcast network?